Hello and welcome back to iZombie Radio, your source for everything iZombie on the CW. I am one of your hosts, uh, Sean Carpenter, a.k.a. Snarky Sean, a.k.a. billion other different names across the internet. Um, I was absent last week, but as you can tell, my internet is actually here this time around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I am joined by two of my lovely co-hosts, uh, Chris and Blaze. Say hello, everyone. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's good? How's it going? How are you guys doing? Holiday um, stressing you out yet? Uh, no, no stress. A um, little bit. It, well, Just because yeah, I'm I mean, realizing like, how much I have to do in what is normally like relaxing time. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I'm just uh I'm just excited for turkey and stuffing. So uh yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm pumped for and then Christmas music starts and Christmas just, music has already started. I know, but Christmas music starts for me like I will now willingly put it on. Um, <laughs> uh yeah, no. Work and everywhere I go it's already Christmas music. And I'm not okay with that. <laughs> but all right, so we've got some news. One that actually snuck right in under us, as as uh, Chris and Blaze both recorded a news episode last week. I think it like came out late late night. Uh, I think it that yeah, day. It the next the next day, yeah. Like the next morning, and <laughs> it's a typical thing with podcasts. You like, oh yeah, here's all the recent news, and then boop, oh look at that, news happens. After you finish recording, it, it's just a syndrome that podcasts sit to. Um, it is mentioned in the show notes for the news episode last week. I did make, make, uh, make sure to put that in there, but it is April 4th, 2017, and it is going to be a double premiere episode. It's going to be two episodes. Not just one, but two. <laughs> and with yeah. all of the schedule changes the CW is going with for 2017, uh, two superhero shows won't be on the air that day. I mean, Legends of Tomorrow will be finished before then, and The Flash won't be on that day, which has some of our friends over at The Flash podcast kind of upset at us for some strange reason, even though it's not our fault. It's it's one week. It's one week. Uh, yeah so that gives us a little bit more time to finish up everything we need to do but in the realm of things there's never enough time for anything anymore (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm just happy we have a an actual date you know i mean it's it's definitely later than i think any of us were expecting yeah Um, yeah Disappointing. I mean, yeah, but Just at least I don't like, wait. no, I I agree. I'm trying to look at like Glass Half Full, which is like it will run uninterrupted for 13 weeks, pretty much, or 12 weeks because we get that double episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, up until the end of June. Exactly. You know, the calculations. And that will be it'll be fun to have something like a little bit into the summer to watch too, like when everything else goes off the CW. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I mean it, if if you think about it from like when iZombie premiered, like it first premiered in like uh, 
you know, beginning mid-March uh, back in uh, 2014, so, um, or 2015, uh, so, I mean, it, it's kind of around that same, that same time frame, so, I'm okay with it, it's just, like, obviously, as you just said, Blaze, like, I don't want to wait <laughs> another five months. Yeah, exactly. Well, no one else it, that though. I've gotten, nobody else that I've got to watch the show wants to wait that long, because I told them, and they're like, really? We have to wait till April? I'm like, you're ta- you guys are telling me. I've been waiting since July when I binged all of season two. Yeah, we've been. It's it's literally it's literally almost a year from when season two ended because the season two finale last year aired on April twelfth, the two hour finale. So yeah. it's it's seriously almost a, a year long wait. So it's been a it's gonna you know it's a tough one. It's a long one, but still not as long as Sherlock fans have waited. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and or Doctor Who, Doctor Who fans are waiting. Or uh, or Game or the, for the next season of Game of Thrones either. Like, there's definitely been <laughs> longer longer waits, but still, you know, we all we all want it back. And I'm just happy that the the CW, uh, I, to me, it seems like it's like a trusting move to put it on in April when nothing else is really going to be on. Um, because I feel like if they like wanted to like bury the show, they would like you know. They put it on Fridays after, you know, the originals and, like, have it take Crazy Ex-Girlfriend spot or something like that. But, like, I think they're going to keep it behind the flash, uh, you know, for those for those few weeks. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, it did pretty decent numbers last year behind the flash. So, I don't know. I, I think the, the show, the network still has faith in it, which is, which is good. Yeah, last year that was, like, my – dude, I think that might have been, like, my – favorite block like flash and die zombie yeah it was good it was and now really it's good. gonna be flash into i zombie into agents of shield because it's eight nine ten. Oh, oh wow that is yeah. correct yes I know none of those three shows overlap each other it's kind of nice kind of nice quite quite <laughs> quite and we've got one little smaller bit of news uh, in the realm of toys and stuff, because that's sort of my thing. I enjoy just talking about toys. Um, we do get the first look at the iZombie Season 2 Live More figure, and it comes with a ton of accessories. <laughs> it's Liv in her like, signature jacket, and... Uh, She's also smirking, which is probably the greatest facial expression ever. Yeah, I'm glad that there are finally uh, like iZombie toys and merchandise hitting the uh, stores just like more and more. The Funkos yeah. are huge, but uh... yeah, the 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 detail on this figure too is pretty legit. Like yeah. you like you said like you said, Sean. Even like the smirk is like. We've seen Rose make that facial expression like several different times on the show, and just like the jacket and the jeans and just everything is, it's yeah. dead on. And looking at the figure, it definitely has a ton of articulation because you can see we've got the joints in the shoulders. I think it's a double joint in the elbow, a double jointed wrist. So it can swivel and also pivot. Um, 
then we've got joints in the hips, and then the middle of the thighs, as well as the knees, the feet. I think the feet also have a double joint as well, which is insane. And the head's also going to probably rotate as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan, too, of just, like, everything it seemingly comes with. Uh, You've got your cup of coffee in the uh, drink tray holder, some brains. Yeah, it's it's got a thing of Supermax, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's, like, stuff like that. Well, New Hope? Or is that Last Hope? Or Final Hope? I'm not sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say <laughs> it's a zombie rat. So I'm, I'm gonna say it's New Hope. I'm gonna say it's New Hope. All right, a coffee mug, a knife, yeah. and a phone, or That's just you bag. know. Oh yeah, her bag as well. Yeah. <laughs> the phone just kind of looks like a blue blob with black just in the middle of it, but yeah. So all these pictures are courtesy of toyark.com. These guys are pretty cool. They got toys for literally everything. Yeah, and, and the price doesn't seem that bad either. It's only uh, only 20 bucks, and it's going to be released this summer, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not bad at all. With ah. the amount of articulation it has, 20 bucks is quite reasonable. Definitely. And, you know, the fact that it comes out this summer would be a nice thing to, to get after the third season's kicked off and everything. Only problem is it's based off of her season two look. Well, you guys couldn't have wait, like, couldn't have, uh, you know, done a season three look, maybe? I don't know. How how different do we think she's going to look in season three, though? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It's just the fact that it's in season two. That's That's really the only thing. Oh, I I know. I'm just, I'm just busting your balls, man. I'm just oh, I know, I know, I know. Uh. But, uh, but um, yeah, watch me like. Well, I, I Rose did post like a, a really funny thing um, yesterday where it was like, uh, actually here I have it up on Twitter. It says trying to choose a fresh hairstyle for the hiatus. Discuss, oh. and it's like all, all, all these ridic- dudes with these like ridiculous haircuts. Like one the hair hat. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The hair hat. The one guy's got like the shaved head with the mullet. It's like, so who knows? Who knows? You know, Liv Liv could have a different look. But uh... Uh, I'm pretty sure the wig <laughs> is still gonna be standard. Yeah, probably, probably. But um, but still, yeah, it'd be it'd be funny. Who knows? Who knows? You know, she might. Yeah. She might try to try to dress up, you know. Maybe she'll have to dress uh, dress up in a different way. <laughs> the final thing about the figure: sixteen points of articulation. It has a blister card, and yeah, That's some extra stuff with it as well, besides the accessories that I didn't catch upon first read. But yeah, so nineteen ninety nine estimated release. Tw- Summer 2017, and yeah, I think that does it for the news. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely something I'd be willing to pick up. So for now, be sure to tune into all of your major news outlets for entertainment news tomorrow because there's probably something that's gonna break about iZombie after we finish recording this. 
given how that always happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, instead of doing an episode commentary, because miscommunication nonsense happened, uh, we're just going to do a random, you know, normal, run-of-the-mill episode review for episode 9, titled Patriot Brains. Um... Sean, too. Do we want to do we want to tell? Uh, I guess everybody too, kind of the game plan uh, for. Oh yeah, future, sure. For, Might for, as well. Yeah, for future rewatch uh, to end the so to end out the year. Um, sorry to jump in here. To end oh, out go the ahead. Year, to end out the year. So this will be episode nine, and then there's four more episodes left in season one. Um, but now that we have a premiere date to work towards. Uh, we're going to have to start doubling up on episodes during the week to, you know, finish the first two seasons before season three premieres. Um, so to end 2017, so after this episode, so for the next two episodes of iZombie Radio, we'll do uh, first episodes 10 and 11, and then to end 2016, we'll do episodes 12 and 13. And then when we come back in 2017 after the holidays, uh, we will we will kick it with uh, season two and Throughout all of season, uh, season two rewatch, it will be two episodes every week. Um, With the so, exception of either the premiere or the finale, because yeah, the, even the finale was a double episode, so I think we might want to keep it like a double episode and then just have the premiere be a standalone and then just double up from there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's that's pretty much how we'll how we'll work it and. Uh, for next year too, like when the podcast, you know, comes back after the holidays, we will uh, we'll, we'll announce it on Twitter and Facebook just to give you know those of you who've been following along with us through the rewatch uh, some idea of what to watch. But uh, Sean, let me let you get back to introducing this week's episode before I get too too much ahead of myself. <laughs> All right, so we are still in season one with episode nine titled "Patriot Brains." And our brain of the week is a former Army Ranger sniper who was killed in a paintball battlefield. Yeah. So it opens up with a paintball match, and people are, you know, shooting paintballs at each other, and then they shoot the the dead body, and they're like, hey, dude, you got to get off the field. You got shot. (laughs) And they're like, dude, dude. And then they keep getting closer and closer, and they're like, oh, crap, he has a bullet in his neck. Yeah, <laughs> I just I remember the I remember the beginning of this episode like the first time I saw him being like what the hell is going on um but uh yeah man it's this is this is one of my favorite episodes of the entire season easily by far yeah let's see so. Um, this is, this comes right after we find out that, uh, Lowell's been eating brains provided by a good old, uh, Blaine, and, uh, Liv sort of has a, a vision of, uh, Jerome getting killed by both, uh, Julian and, more specifically, Blaine as well. Uh, Yeah. Let's see, I'm just trying to... Because I watched this episode as well as episode 10 today, so everything's sort of blurring together. So let's. I'm trying to pull what I can. Um, um, 
I think though, like at least this episode, like for the reasons you just brought up, um, it's like like Chris, you said it's your favorite, one of your favorite episodes. Yeah, oh and, yeah, definitely. And, like, I feel like there's just, like, a lot of emotional weight, like, comes in this episode. Oh, yeah, definitely. With... I mean, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. With every... Oh, no, I was going to say with everything, because, I mean, not to jump ahead, Sean, because I know, I'm sorry, you were, you were doing a good job recapping it. Well, obviously, not a spoiler alert anymore, because you've had to see the episode for this. Uh, you know, Wool dies at the end. But even even besides that, there's there's so many other, you know, storylines in this. Like, you know, you have Ravi worried for most of the episode. Is he going to turn into a zombie? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, he even sniffs brains at one point. Exactly. Like, oh, uh, no, I'm not doing anything. Why are you here? You yeah, exactly. weren't supposed to be here right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's played for... Com- yeah, exactly. That's what I love. And that's what I love about the show. It's played for comedy, but also it's like him going oh crap like mm-hmm. oh my god am i gonna be this way um and then you have things really amp up too with major and the candy man and um because they literally get into they get into it at major's house uh it's at, it's at major's house right and yeah. and they and they fight and then he shoots them and and that's kind of when that's major when clive, yeah with clive shows up clive shows up yeah, yeah. there's and... no blood there's no body mm-hmm. And, may, and exactly, and it starts kind of Clive's distrust of Major, which continues on into season two, mm-hmm. but also it also starts Major realizing, okay, like, not only is this weird about this guy eating brains, but, like, he literally, like, he didn't die. There's something, you know, unnatural going on here. Um, and God, yeah, I mean, there's just, it's just so much... There's just so much packed in here, and I mean, obviously, though, I'd say the most emotional part is everything with Lowell and and Liv. Um, so yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, Sean, especially for you, like, because you just watched this tonight, where Blaze and I um, rewatched it a little, you know, a little less recently. Like, I, how about you? Like, I mean, I want you to get us started, man. Like, what, what, what about like? Because I mean, obviously, the relationship comes to an end here. Like, what did you just think of how this episode handled it? Uh, like, she was very hesitant to pull the trigger when it came to that final confrontation with Blaine and Lowell, and I felt like he did what he thought was right. It just kind of sucks because Liv won't see a love interest for a little while after this point um, because of, you know, her just mourning this and Major being human and all. I think it's also tough because, like, right now it seems like everybody feels a little, like... On edge. Like, a little... Yeah, like, on edge and sort of, like, broken up. Like, you know, like, we've seen sort of, like, all of these characters and how close and, like, how much of a team they are with each other. Um, You know, like, and how much they care about each other throughout the season. And sort of right now they're all dealing with, like, just as heavy things. But... They, de- you know, like they sort of are decide di- deciding to like deal with them on their own for some reason. So I think that's also, you know, like it's also just kind of like sad because you know they have help right there, and it's just like you know everybody's a little more distant right now. No, d- definitely, and I mean just just for my kind of input about everything with Lil and Liv, it's just like. 
I mean, it's obviously such a tragic end to everything, but, like, the way he goes out, you know, and the way their relationship kind of reaches the height it does, like, that that scene with them in bed before they they plan to take down Blaine, um, it's just... You, you, I mean, first of all, Rose McIver and Bradley James just have great chemistry, and, I mean, it shows really there, too. Like, you really believe how committed they are to each other. But, um, you know, it's just it's just so – that that kind of felt like the goodbye scene, but, like, especially rewatching it, like, when you know what's coming. Um, yeah. You know, they kind of put everything out on the table. And then you have that great last moment, which, like, is still – I remember – watching this episode for the first time when it aired and just be like, Oh my God was when, you know, like you said, Sean, she, she Liv can't take the shot and he just looks up at her, kind of tells her it's okay. And, and, and you know, mouths, I love you. Yeah. And grabs and a knife and just stabs Blaine straight through the arm. And then, and then boom. And it's like, you're thinking, okay, like, Oh, maybe he'll get captured. Maybe that, no, not, that's not how I zombie does it. Yeah. That's not, that's not how Blaine does it. Grabs the gun. Boom. And it's just like, and like Liv, you're like left in this shock and horror afterwards. It's, it's like so sad and so effective. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just, I love it. Like, I mean, I, I'm not like happy about it, but like, no, the show like really nails it. It's just so well done. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. And that sort of shock carries over into the following episode as well. But that's a different day. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, definitely, definitely true. Because, like, and that, well, that's what I love about the show, where it cuts off with this episode. And like you said, where it picks up in episode 10, it's just, like, lives in that shocked, numb, oh, my God, the guy I love just got killed in, killed in front of me. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, for someone who's, and I think that's what makes it so sad, too, is, like, as sad as I am to lose Lowell as a character, it's it's even harder to watch just Liv have to deal with that um, yeah. because, because we've already known how much she's been through. And this was, like, the first time in her life where she was starting to feel normal again, you know, where she was starting – she had, you know, she had the – she has the purpose of, of, of working with Clive, of, of taking down criminals and things like that, but, like – her life was starting to kind of get back into a normal groove mm-hmm. with uh, with Lowell. And to see that taken away from her so violently and so quickly, it's it's, it's heartbreaking. It really is. Life was so good for her. And then Blaine just had to go and mess it all up. Like, that's what he does. But, but that's what's like, <laughs> but that's what, like you said, Chris, like how it's just like out of nowhere. And it's like, no, iZombie doesn't do it like that. Like, it, I do love that they, I agree, like they set the tone of like, you know, yeah, she, you know, like, she thought that it was, like, she could have a normal life, you know, or, like, experience, she was experiencing a normal, you know, routine, but, mm-hmm. but like, nope, like, her life, this is all still, like, just unfolding, like, they're just getting started. Nope, you're still a zombie, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what's so interesting is... Is Liv, Liv gets used to, you know, the zombie life, the zombie way of things, um, but she's still never fully okay with it. Um, and, and again, it's, it's these little things, like, whether it's working with Clive or, you know, dating uh, Lowell or, spoiler alert, in season two, you know, with her other, with her other new relationship with Drake, like, 
they provide that little bit of, of normalcy of what she lost. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's typical TV when anything seems too good for a character, it's going to go to crap real soon. But, uh, but yeah, I just thought the way they, you know, dealt with their relationship and even the way when he, their whole, their, the whole storyline with them in this episode with, with them dealing with him, you know, where she finds out about that she's, he's been eating the, the brains from Blaine and just how they all handle that. I just thought it was really well done. And, and, you know, there was no like BS drama. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, that's why I think their relationship, as much as I like to live with Drake, I think live and low to me will always be kind of the best relationship she's had on the show. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at least the best zombie one. I mean, her, her relationship with major is so different and complex. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's kind of why it's, 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 again, it's, it's just so well done, but why it kind of also hurts and sucks so much to see it happen. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely agree. But, uh, but yeah, um, there's yeah. some other, <laughs> I was going to say, yes, silly things that happen in the episode. I mean, Blaine does meet with the guy who wants the the fourth man on the moon brain, which becomes yep. important yep. further <laughs> on down the line. <laughs> I still, I still remember like rewatching this and I like, I was like, Oh my God, that's right. Cause like, I remember when I first watched it, I was like, this is like such a weird kind of like out there thing. But then it's, it's just, it, it's so in style with eyes on sense of humor. You know? Yeah. It's not the first <laughs> man on the moon. Not the second. No, it's the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so specific. It is. Yeah. There's something about that fourth man. Uh, yeah. And, like, I've been watching episodes here and there with my girlfriend while she was binging the season, so nice. I have seen Into the Future, so to speak, so watching <laughs> these episodes and seeing them plant those little seeds is just great. Uh. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh, then we've got Blaine's mobile menu, which just has some of these silliest, silliest course names, like Motorcourt Texasada, or Limbic Gulai Otak. Like I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember, I mean, just like, I'm not gonna lie, like, obviously we never try brains, but Blaine's menu makes it sound... Like somewhat appetizing. At least it's like, it's like fancy brains. Hey, he, he cares. He cares. <laughs> exactly. It's he, fancy orphan brains, though. You know, I yeah, I know, but you know, all I'm saying is he makes it with he mixes it with love. You know, he uh, he puts a little TLC. In yeah. place, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, well, and then but like, and it, but the thing is, is like as bad as Blaine is, at least he's like you know, he's charismatic and, you know and, and fun and, and uh, you know, he's... with David, An- with well, David An- Oh no, I'm just saying because of David Andrews playing him and, I mean, this goes nothing against the actor who plays um, who plays the Candyman whose real name is now escaping me the character's name uh, Julian, Julian DuPont Yeah, yes, Julian um, but it's just like, it's not obviously as in you know, dynamic character. Um, and so, you know, he, it's kind of funny. He kind of almost gets to be like, you know, our, our stand in for like, 
for like a victory over evil in this episode where like we see major kind of like and him fight and major shoot him and we're like yeah all right and, i mean nothing still really happens but uh but it's because because that's always like the fun thing with watching i zombie it's like no matter how bad blaine is do you really want him to die no no you don't he's actually doing some kind of good albeit going the wrong way of doing it, because had he not been around, a lot of zombies would be going full-blown Romero on everyone. That is true. There would be a major full-blown zombie outbreak in Seattle, which would then spread all across the United States of America. And then we just have The Walking Dead, and that's not fun. No, nobody... (laughs) Let's be honest. Nobody wants The Walking Dead. I'll be I'll be perfectly blunt say it, and say it here. I Zombie's the best damn zombie show on TV, and Walking Dead fans can fight me about it. Uh, so I'm not gonna make those claims because I am watching both. Um, I watched I watched uh, five seasons of The Walking Dead, and then I kind of washed my hands of it. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I I like I like my zombies with a little more fun. That's just me. Yeah, definitely. I'm with you. A little definitely. more. A little more hope, you know. A little more, a little more jokes, but, uh, but yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm really I'm going off on a tangent here. Stop me, Sean. Stop. Me. Uh, yeah. Okay. So one of my more favorite parts of the episode was uh, when Major was at the gym with that trainer and was, like saying, "Oh yeah, these brains are gonna like they're like the ultimate steroid." Oh, that's right. <laughs> and the trainer just <laughs> looks at him like, "What the heck are you on?" And where can I get some? <laughs> oh yeah, that's oh god, I forgot about how funny that part is. Yeah, because like I because fo- I think this episode to me is just like it's so much about like the low and live relationship. That scene still is like it, it kills, man. It's just like or the, the scene most... where uh, Major when well, Ravi walks in in Major's room and he doesn't like change the computer screen, so Ravi's just confused. At the whole brains as a like protein. Yeah, you know. I mean, I just, I just love that he walks in. And he's like, yeah, like he's like, I want to go that extra mile. You know, the guys are doing it. Yeah, right. Because it's, I mean, just because like I've had conversations with certain friends, uh, and Blaze, I don't mean you. Okay, good. Uh, but, <laughs> I was honestly not sure. I'm making sure. No, I mean, you like to work out, but I've had conversations with other friends who do, like, these drastic things with working out. Like, and I was Chris? Just... Like? What? Oh, like who? How dare like you? Like who? I'm not calling... I I'm love calling... working out. You love working out. Cool, <laughs> man. Yeah, if, if... No one can see you right now, but you are... You're flexing right now. I'm... No, I'm doing <laughs> forearms. Uh, forearms? Okay. Um... <laughs> But no, um, but anyway, I, I think that's why too. I, I found that moment so funny because it's like I have I have friends who are like, oh yeah, like you gotta try like this crazy diet or this like new supplement and like oh man, it will help you so much in the gym and then um, and like like you said, Sean, the, the guy's reaction to Major is just it's so funny. And then he talks about it later, and that causes Julian to go. Okay, I'm gonna go punch this guy in the face. Yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to kill this kid. He was he stopped. Uh, he's he's no longer just like a, a nuisance. He's an actual potential threat now. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. 
But we know what happens to Julian, so haha. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, is there anything else? I mean, we did find out that the killer used a drone because, like, Liv finds a shell casing and it doesn't, you know, match up with the trajectory of where they thought the bullet was shot from. It's like, oh, it's from a tree. Or it was shot by a 15-foot man. Well, he should be easy to identify then. No, no, there's no 15-foot man. Ravi, come on. (laughs) Come on, Ravi. Yeah, that's a funny line. (laughs) You're a doctor for Pete's sake. (laughs) and And I do think, too, that this, like... Uh, this is, I mean, it's definitely like a, a darker brain for Liv to take on. Um, oh, yeah. But it was it, bad. It's not, not one of the most fun brains, but I think just watching her, uh, her go through everything she does, um, you know, with it, and obviously that kind, that kind of, you know, that, that kind of hardened militaristic aspect of it, and yet she still can't make herself pull the trigger at the end of the episode, too. That's one of those things I love about iZombie, where it's, again... We see Liv dealing with the, um, you know, we see Liv changed by the brains, but she never fully loses herself. Um, and, and that's something I always appreciate about the series and all, and always too about Rose, Rose's performance. Yeah, um, no, I'm definitely with you there. Like I but, said, there's just like a lot of emotional weight in this episode. But yeah, like you said, just the, with her, you know, with that, uh, that rough, rough uh, attitude and stuff. It's uh. Wait, it's can really, we talk about the paintball scene? Really, the well paintball done. match. That paintball yeah, match that she took part in because she was just wiping the floor with them, and every time she shot someone, they're just like, <sighs> every single time, every single guy just sighed heavily, just bummed that they got shot. <laughs> yeah, part but... of the game, guys. Free yeah, that that scene is that scene is great though. I just love watching Liv kick ass at paintball. It's always the, the joy the joy she takes in it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, I I could talk about this episode for like another hour, but I just again, it's like one of my favorites. It's just it's as Blaze and I like you know and have been saying and as you've been saying too, Sean. Like it's just it's got so much emotion in it and. It also pushes the story forward so much um, uh, for season one. And I really, I mean, I just, I don't have enough great things to say about this. This and, like, the finale are probably my two favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. So. sort This episode sort of begins the, the, like, it's like the top of the roller coaster, so it's all downhill from here, sort of. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to get crazy quickly as we lead into the finale. Because we've just built up all of these characters, the antagonists, and everything. And it's just like, this is the tipping point. Like, it's going to get real, real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah exact, exactly. This, is, this, this kind of pushes everything until, um, you know, like you said, this is kind of, it kind of kickstarts everything as we move into the finale. And yeah. Uh, Oh man, we got a fun final four episodes to discuss the next two weeks, guys. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's gonna be super fun. And okay. then, yeah, yeah but yeah, definitely. that's definitely yeah. like 
Patriot Patriot Brains. It's a great episode. <laughs> Watch it, live it, love it. Yeah. Odds are you're probably going to be here in this episode after Thanksgiving, so hope you all have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, and uh, food coma is always a great thing, uh, especially on Turkey Day. It's really the only day it's allowed. That and Christmas, roughly. So have fun. Stray away from topics with your families that, uh, you know, may upset some people. Talk about <laughs> iZombie. Talk about iZombie. Yeah, exactly. Talk about iZombie. Get you know, people, talk about stuff. Get people who aren't watching iZombie to watch iZombie, and the people who do watch it in your family, well, you know they're already cool, so... Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's my that's my message for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Blaze, any thoughts on Thanksgiving? No, I'm just excited to spend time with family. I hope everybody uh, does the same and gets to relax. All right. So I guess it's time for the shameless plug section of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris, let's start with you. Sure thing. Um, well. As Sean already said, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy it with your family um, and eat a lot of food. Uh, and just remember what the holiday is all about, which is being thankful for what you have um, in life, which is so important, not to get overly sentimental. But, uh, but yeah, you guys can find me uh, being thankful for what I write uh, on TV Overmind. That was bad. On uh, TVOvermind.com. Uh, and you can uh, – I'm God, that was terrible. Uh, and you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Seekinger13. That's where I post all my stuff. Uh, Blaze and I see a lot of movies too, so you'll see some little mini movie reviews from me. Hell yeah, on, on there as well. Uh, yeah, especially because there's a ton of good stuff out right now. So that's another thing to do over the holiday weekend: go to the movies. Some great stuff, guys. Really check it out. All right, Blaze. Uh, you can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. Have a lot of writing. Um, every week I cover the Flash. You know, check that out. I got Agents of Shield, Screen Queens, and uh, some comic reviews at the Marvel Report. So look out for them. And uh, yeah, that's it. And you can find me on Twitter at Snarky Sean. I am the pop culture editor as well as the animation reviewer dude. I still haven't created a title for that yet. Uh, over at the Marvel Report, I'm currently still working on my game review of the Marvel Pinball Collection, Epic Collection Volume 1, and in between, I've been playing a bunch of other video games, and, uh, yeah, and that's basically what I do outside of this, and you can follow iZombie Radio on Twitter, at iZombie Radio, uh, we also have the website where we tend to post these episodes, um, iZombieRadio.com, as well as uh, on iTunes, and uh, might as well eventually try to put this on other podcast streaming apps in the future. Um, definitely, and I want to say too, Sean, because you're the one who pointed it out to us. Uh, thank you, guys. We crossed over 300 followers on Twitter, which is Hell pretty cool. Yeah. So. yeah, and we also have over a hundred likes on our Facebook page, Woo-hoo! which is facebook.com/slash. I zombie radio. 
forgot to mention that little plug right there. Nice segue. Nice exactly. Segue. <laughs> <laughs> and we are part of the greater DC TV podcast network. So if you like Supergirl, The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Gotham, the DC movies, DC classics, as well as this show, you can find it all on DC TV podcasts. Dot com or on Twitter at DCTV Podcasts. It also has the giant mega feed on iTunes that has every single episode. If you just want to like subscribe to one feed, that is just kind of looks a little messy because it's six podcasts. I want to say now at this point, and with more DC shows sort of coming in in the coming years, it's going to get bigger and bigger with Black Lightning possibly in the works. Who knows? It's going to get crazy. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a DC fan. Well, it's also an exciting time to just be a comic book TV fan in general because with everything on both ends of the spectrum, DC and Marvel, it's just going to be a crazy year for 2017. Definitely, definitely. Movies, TV... Heck, even video games for that matter. It's just... Yeah, it's just getting crazy. It's good to be a nerd. Good to be a nerd. Oh, yes, of course. And that will do it for us this week. Essentially. I mean, we did all the plugs. Uh, Anything else you guys want to say before we sign off? I think that's everything. Ah, that's it. Uh, Just like you said, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And... uh... Yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time on the uh, online zombie radio. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and see you next time. Bye bye.